Need more true crime in your life? An Audible membership can solve that. Audible is the ultimate destination for thrilling audio entertainment. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog. Don't miss The Serial Killer's Apprentice by Katherine Ramsland and Tracy Allman. It follows the true story of how Houston's deadliest murder turned a kid into a killer in training. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash 48 hours or text 48 hours to 500-500. That's audible.com slash 48 hours or text 48 hours to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days. Audible.com slash 48 hours. June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Officer the Houston Police Department, Major Offenders Division, Career Criminal Squad. Hey, my name is Valerie McDaniel. I have to always try to be an honest, kind person. I've tried to live the best life I can. Valerie wound up being the top of the class. The valedictorian? The valedictorian in our 1987 high school graduating class. She sure did. My name is Megan. She's my second cousin. She's generous and creative, smart, nice and sweet. She would always like take care of my dog. I wasn't sure if I should be a vet anymore and Valerie brought that passion back. I know that Valerie made an audio recording of all of her memorable moments in life. I met through friends, a man named Mac McDaniel. And I thought he was the cutest thing, tall and skinny with his boots. Valerie and Mac lived a lavish lifestyle. A high-end life, you know, a life of luxury, a life of beauty. Great cars. Valerie had a Mercedes. Her daughter went to a great school. They worked a lot, that was a big thing. They'd both be working and... But did they seem happy together? Yeah, yeah, seemed great. One morning at work, there was a, a note on my desk that said, Dr. McDaniel, call Miss Brown. She said, I've been your husband's lover. tore up. Divorce is never an easy thing. She met Leon. A medical doctor. He actually went to the same school I did. A little bit of ER, but then also like, like cardio and transplant. I looked at him and smiled, and he smiled back, and just a beautiful person. Her face, her smile, she had this outwardly exuberance of energy that I really can't describe. She fell for Leon. She was madly in love with him. We were um, planning on getting married. 
Mac always wanted more, more, more at the detriment of their daughter. My name is Motaz Aziz, and Lee and Jacob tried to hire me as a hitman. In the car, did he give you $2,500? Yeah, he, he paid the $2,500. In cash? Yes, in cash. Right. And what did you see on his face? Excitement. He was enjoying it. Like, he actually was excited about the whole thing. I could never hurt the man that my daughter loves so much. The male subject, he's gone. He's done. All right. This has been a long, drawn-out story that's led to an unbelievable conclusion. When he came into my office, he shut the door. He said, I'm Dr. Leon Jacob. I felt like I was talking to Satan himself. Fans of the 48 Hours podcast know that life can be unpredictable, and the last thing you want is uncertainty on your own doorstep. Simply Safe provides 24-7 monitoring and live guard protection, prioritizing your safety around the clock. With affordable plans starting at less than a dollar a day, it's the best choice for protecting what matters most. With Simply Safe, there are no long-term contracts, and installation is simple, whether you do it yourself or opt for professional installation. And you can rest easy knowing Simply Safe offers a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Take control of your security today. Get an exclusive 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash 48 hours. Don't wait until it's too late. Protect what matters most with Simply Safe. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Let's talk about my mochi ice cream. Why? Because friends do not let friends miss out on something this good. My Mochi is premium ice cream wrapped in sweet soft dough, and the flavors are amazing. Like My Mochi double chocolate with rich chocolatey bits, it's a chocolate lover's dream. Or don't get me started on My Mochi strawberry ice cream. It's cool, creamy, and bursting with natural berry flavor. And the sweet, luscious flavor of My Mochi mango will send your taste buds straight to the tropics. My Mochi is gluten-free, perfectly portioned, and only around 90 calories per piece. Taste the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream today. Find My Mochi at Walmart or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. Yes, ma'am. It's going to be a major offender's investigation. It's 3 a.m. on Friday, March 10th, 2017. Houston police are making their way to the seventh floor condo of beloved veterinarian Valerie McDaniel. Bad doesn't begin to describe what's about to be revealed. Valerie's ex-husband, Mac, police tell her, was dead just six months after their divorce had become final. But how could Valerie's life have arrived at this dreadful moment? An angel student, they called her. Valerie's cousin, Cody Bernard. The angel student. The angel student, yeah. Valerie earned her degree in veterinary medicine at Texas A&M. It was during that time she met Mac McDaniel, Valerie's friend, Greg Holloway. My impression of Mac is that he was a, a good man. He was a stand-up guy. Mac proposed, and Valerie had the man of her dreams, as she describes in that recording of her memories. We did get married. We had a beautiful fairy tale wedding moved into a house that my parents had bought me to live in. Not long after that, Valerie decided to open her own clinic. I admired her. 
it sunk something inside of me. I wanted to, I wanted to do that one day, something big, you know. Mac was her office manager, but even as the vet clinic thrived, the two longed for something more. She said she couldn't have any children, so the only option was to adopt. In 2008, the couple adopted a daughter when she was just two days old. But as their new family came together, their marriage began to fall apart. It started, Valerie claims, with a phone call from a stranger, the woman who claimed to have been Mac's lover. But Valerie says that wasn't all. She gave me lists of women that he had slept with. Including, Valerie says, one of her best friends. Stunned, she says she rushed home and confronted her husband. I forgave him. I don't know why. He promised he'd never do it again, but now I know. Cheaters cheat. Cheaters cheat. Valerie claims it wasn't long before she caught Mac again, this time under her own roof. I heard the noises of two people making out, and I lost it. Rage took over, and that was the first time I ever said the word divorce, and I yelled it at him outside, and I yelled it, and I yelled it. Valerie says she forgave Mac yet again, but then a chance encounter would change the course of her life. Leon Jacob, the son of Valerie's neighbor, divorce attorney Golda Jacob, stopped by. He ran up to me and um, stuck his hand out and introduced himself. The cockiest mother ever met in my life. Valerie was in her mid-40s, but she was stunning, um, both inside and out. The attraction was mutual. You could tell he knew how beautiful he was. and. I was lonely. Leon Jacob was eight years younger than Valerie and a doctor. What type of surgeries have you done? All kinds of surgeries. I've assisted in heart, kidney, pancreas, transplants. With a strained home life and an attractive new friend, what happened next may have been inevitable. And he sat across from me and we had some wine and I had my feet out on the chair next to him. Just out of the blue, he reached out and just ran his finger up my left foot. And that was it. It was like a movie moment. It's quite an interlude, according to what she described. Yeah, compliments uh, all around, I guess. In December 2014, Valerie filed for divorce, claiming Mac committed adultery. Mac's attorneys told us Mac had no comment about the divorce petition and the claims Valerie made in her audio diary. Between Mac's alleged cheating and Valerie's new love interest, both wanted out of the marriage. The divorce was finalized in August 2016. Valerie and her daughter then moved into this building in the upscale River Oaks section of Houston. Not long after, Leon joined them here. Their relationship really blossomed quickly because we had been very close friends for so long. I think she was excited. I saw it as positive. Dr. Brittany King worked alongside Valerie at the vet clinic. What were Valerie and Leon like together? What was that dynamic like? They seemed very much in love, um, holding hands and, and loving towards each other. But there was one old problem in Valerie and Leon's new relationship, and his name was Mac. There were multiple times in the clinic where she would just be in tears, um, was everything okay? And it was something surrounding um, her ex-husband. Mac had found out that Leon was staying with me. There'd be arguments or uh, stuff with the, the child, the visitation. But Leon had his own issues with past loves, one involving extreme mental cruelty and another assault and stalking charges. Leon Jacob is a predator. He's scary. Samantha Necht is a Harris County assistant district attorney. Um, he wants what he wants, and he'll stop at nothing to get it. Could there be more to Valerie's new love than she can imagine? He has no problem using women. Um, in fact, I, th I think he enjoys it.
Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Allow your imagination to be piqued by stories that are brought to life through captivating sound design, eerie soundscapes, and dynamic performances. As an Audible member, you'll be able to keep your heart rate up month after month because you can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. If you're in the mood for a shocking psychological thriller, check out None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. Embrace brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500. That's audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Valerie McDaniel's new live-in boyfriend grew up in a Texas-sized world of beauty and opulence. The eldest son of two Houston professionals, Leon Jacob, seemed to have it all. My dad was a North Peak surgeon, great father, always there. My mom was a wonderful woman, a great mother. We had a great family. Uh, Unfortunately, my dad died when I was 13 years old. A crushing blow at a young age. And to honor his father, Leon focused on one goal becoming a surgeon just like him. I always wanted to be a doctor my whole life, ever since I was about three or four. As he pursued his degrees, Leon met and married his college sweetheart. They had two boys. We had a happy, loving family. I got two great kids, two boys. They're the most important things to me in my life. A good family, and now with an MD after his name, Leon was well on his way. But Leon's picture-perfect life disguised a troubled relationship. After 12 years of marriage, his wife filed for divorce, citing extreme mental cruelty. And one year later, Leon was arrested for stalking his now ex. Leon has to be in control. When his ex-wife went to end their relationship, he wasn't going to have it, um, and he wasn't going to go down without a fight. Leon, isn't it true that you've had brushes with the law involving stalking, cyber-stalking, intimidation, uh, physical harassment, assault? Aren't all those true? I pled guilty to an attempted cyber-harassment charge that was stemming from an acrimonious divorce that I went through with a, my previous wife. Leon admits that he called often, but he claims it was simply to speak with his boys. I tried desperately to contact my kids over and over and over again, and I'm not going to apologize for that. Leon finally moved on to a new residency and was living in Pittsburgh, where he met this woman, 33-year-old Megan Veracas. I met Megan in a hotel in Pittsburgh. She was the assistant general manager there. The new couple moved to Houston. There were lavish vacations, family get-togethers, and yet another residency, Leon's seventh. He's a failed doctor. He's been kicked out of every residency program he's ever been a part of. And what's the problem? What was the basis of these dismissals, do you know? The belief that he was the smartest guy in the room, inability to get along with people, um, inability to get along with patients. And in fact, one of the records that we found said that they believe that he was a danger to patients and that he would be a liability for them to keep around. Three years into their relationship, Megan Veracas thought Leon was a threat to her too. Megan kicked Leon out of their apartment, later accusing him of assaulting her. 
she wanted me to move all my stuff out. She came there and was very hostile. The police uh, were called. There was no violence of any kind. And a day later, she claimed that I had hit her. And that you'd put your hand over her mouth. Yeah, which is not true. Leon is about Leon. Smile, Megan, smile. It frustrated him to no end that Megan Vercoss would not forgive him. And the fact that he couldn't get Megan back frustrated him and angered him. Leon was arrested in February 2017 for assault and stalking. Do you have a personality that when a woman rejects you, you get violent, you get nasty, you stalk, you intimidate, you harass with social media? You are assuming that I was physically violent. I wasn't. You can charge anybody with anything. It doesn't mean that you're guilty of that. Guilty? No. The DA's office has been on this case since its inception. But prosecutors are convinced that Leon knew his future as a doctor would be destroyed if Megan testified against him. So they believe he planned a little operation to make his pain go away. He feels like if Megan disappears, if she goes away, that his criminal case will go away and he can resume his career as this beloved surgeon that he thinks that he is. Prosecutors claim Leon decided what he needed was a hitman. He was a dangerous man. He is a dangerous man. He actually ultimately wanted to kill. Taz Azay. He's the man Leon was convinced was a hitman. Taz, now at the center of this shocking case, speaking publicly for the first time. Did Leon ever tell you how he wanted his ex-girlfriend to be killed? Yes, he, he actually uh, offered suggestions. One of them was a syringe to the heart with potassium would give her a heart attack and that would actually kill her. He didn't want to have a gunshot that create noise and blood. He wanted a needle. He wanted to do it himself. He was into it. Who is Motaz Azay? He was a private investigator that I had consulted with. That's all I'm going to say about that. The two men were introduced by a mutual acquaintance. Taz thought it might be a chance to make some money. Are you a hitman? No. Were you ever willing to murder anyone for money? No, 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 no. no. I would never do something like that. Taz is actually a decorated former U.S. Army soldier who was wounded fighting in Iraq when his Humvee ran over a roadside bomb in 2005. This one is the Purple Heart. So you're a hell of a soldier. I was, I was a soldier, yes, I am a soldier. Now, over a decade later and a world away, Taz says Leon Jacobs' deadly demand gave him a new mission, not to kill, but to save a life. I saw somebody in danger, and I knew that I can do something about it, and I did something about it. Taz claims Leon thought he was a hitman willing to kill Megan. His code name was Zach. What did Leon Jacobs say to you when you first met face to face? He's like, I want you to actually kidnap her, take her to a hotel, and take me to her and I want to talk to her and get her back. Taz claims that you told him, I want you to basically kidnap her, your ex-girlfriend. I'm not going to comment on that. And if that doesn't work, what are you going to do? He's like, then I'm going to ask her to leave. Completely false. If she doesn't leave, what are you going to do? And he was like, I want you to kill her. I'm not going to comment on any of this. It's just ridiculous. What's not ridiculous, though, is the $9,000 Taz, now Zach, says Leon paid him for the job. I actually spent that money because I needed to keep appearance. To be honest, I don't feel bad that I spent Jacob's money. As a matter of fact, I feel really good I spent his money. <laughs> he spent the money and disappeared into thin air. With Megan still very much alive, a desperate Leon visited the one man he was sure could hunt down his hitman. Leon Jacob was one of the most unique individuals I'd ever met. Bail bondsman Michael Kubosh. This guy was focused, was very intimidating. Didn't shake my hand, just wanted to know one thing. I want Zach's number. He said, I've paid Zach a lot of money to take care of this. I felt like I was talking to the devil himself. 
Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tucked away on a side street in Houston, is perhaps the most colorful bail bondsman in all of Texas. Having hung out a bit with you, you are the Elvis of bail bondsmen. You have His name is Michael Kubosh. These are people that we're looking for, fugitives. And he understands the criminal mind. I deal with the nicest, the kindest, and the meanest people on the face of the earth. I've bonded out judges, prostitutes, preachers, missionaries, He's also a larger-than-life member of the Houston City Council, who helped save lives during Hurricane Harvey. I can see you really working hard. I know all the major law enforcement people in, in the whole county. So for a man who has seen it all, Kubosh is still gobsmacked when describing the day Leon Jacob came barreling into his office, demanding he find his hitman, Taz, who Leon still knew as Zach. He looked very, very serious at me. Didn't shake my hand, never greeted me, just wanted to know one thing. I want Zach's number. Leon told Kubosh that he was looking for a client of his, a man named Zach, who was out on bail. The name didn't ring a bell with Kubosh, but what Leon said next did set off an alarm. He said, I've paid Zach a lot of money to take care of this. I said, take care of what? He said, I want her out of the picture. And, and, and I, she can't be testifying against me. Out of the picture? Out of the you picture. Know, you... I believe that he meant ill toward this woman. And that's why I call the chief. The chief of? The chief of police in Houston, Texas. A search for the mysterious Zach was triggered, and investigators quickly learned his real name. Taz Azay, a name that Kubosh did recognize as a former military man who was facing a misdemeanor theft charge for stealing from his roommate. He was on bond with me. He was still free. It took Houston police about a week to find Taz, and that's when things got really interesting. Do you believe Taz Azay is a hitman? No, I don't believe that at all. He's a good guy in my eyes. This um, man he, is an undercover officer with the Houston Police Department who goes by the name Detective Javier. To me, Taz seemed genuinely concerned for Megan. He didn't want to see her hurt. So Taz agreed to participate in a sting operation to help catch Leon Jacob in the act of soliciting a murder. Hello? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing, buddy? Taz told Leon that he felt he had grown too close to him and Valerie and thought it best to hire another hitman. And he knew just the right guy. Can you meet me tomorrow? 
The next day, Taz would introduce Leon to his new hitman, undercover detective Javier. But before Taz could hang up, Leon dropped a bomb. Okay, you need to take care of both problems, right? right. He says, you're going to take care of both problems, right? We're taking care of both problems? What, both problems? Both of the individuals that we're talking about. Uh, okay. Assistant District Attorney Nathan Moss was stunned. They hang up the phone and Taz is like, oh yeah, there's this Valerie McDaniel girl. Valerie McDaniel, Leon's new girlfriend, the mild-mannered veterinarian who friends had described as an angel, wanted her ex-husband murdered. Valerie wants to talk to you about what he wants, she wants to do with her ex-husband. Okay, that's good. All right, just bring her with you tomorrow. The next day, Leon and Valerie met with Taz and Detective Javier at this Olive Garden to discuss the fate of both their exes over lunch. The entire operation was recorded. The meeting lasted nearly two hours and began with Leon's target, Megan. I don't want you to hurt her, but I want her to go. He told me that he wanted me to run her off the road and threaten her. But then he would say to me, if she does not understand that, then you do what you have to do. Those options don't work. I don't give a Then we gotta do, we gotta do. There was no doubt in my mind that Leon wanted Megan killed. The subject then turned to Valerie's target her ex-husband, Mac. It could be a car wreck. It could be a robbery going on. She was under the belief that I was going to carjack him and I was going to put a bullet in his head, which is exactly what I told her I was going to do. But she needed to give me a go-ahead. And is that where she crossed the line? Absolutely. The plan was set, and at Leon's insistence, Megan would go first. But later that night, Valerie and Mac got into a verbal argument over their daughter. So Leon called me on the telephone that same night and he told me, whatever plan that you made with Valerie has to happen quick. This has got to be fixed. No, no, we'll, we'll take care of it. So Mac went to the front of the line. Mac went to the front of the line. The next day, March 9th, 2017, Detective Javier called Leon to say he had good news that he insisted on delivering in person. Are you so Leon and Valerie invited their hitman into their home, where he tried to show them this shocking photo of Mac, who appeared dead from a gunshot wound to the head. What they didn't know is that Mac was alive and well and participating in this elaborate sting operation. When Valerie got the news that her husband was dead, was she emotional about it? Did she say, oh my God, I never wanted to go this far? She did not show that. She excused herself immediately. And I asked Leon if he wanted to see a picture and he told me that he did not want to see a picture. So neither of them ever saw? They never wanted to see a picture. Believing Mac was dead, Leon set his sights back on Megan. So you're gonna snatch her and you're gonna bring her somewhere and talk to her. That's the plan. If I need to show up, you call me. Later that night, these staged photographs of Megan were texted to Leon, and he was told she was so out of control, she had to be killed. She's dead. She's gone. I don't want her On that scale of good to evil, in your mind, what is Leon Jacob? Leon is a very evil person. He was willing to do whatever he needed to do to survive. He would step over everybody. And kill anyone? And kill anyone. 
<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hey, Los Angeles. Are you looking for unique 4th of July plans for you and your friends or family? LA's greatest rivalry returns to Rose Bowl Stadium for a July 4th edition of the El Trafico soccer matchup as the LA Galaxy return to their original home to defend their turf against LAFC. Last year, a record crowd of over 82,000 fans were on hand to witness the Galaxy victory. That's July 4th at Rose Bowl Stadium. Guaranteed fireworks both on and off the field and a celebration for all of L.A. L.A. Galaxy versus LAFC, the Rose Bowl edition. Tickets at lagalaxy.com slash tickets. Oftentimes, if your loved one is found murdered, Houston Police Department will come and give you notice of the death. It was probably around 2 or 3 in the morning. On March 10th, 2017, Valerie McDaniel and her live-in boyfriend, Leon Jacob, get a wake-up call from Sergeant Frank Quinn that will soon lead to an Oscar-winning performance. She lets them inside, but she feigns surprise. She can't understand why they're there. Remember, just hours before, Detective Javier, posing as a hitman, had told her that Mac was dead. But now Valerie has to convince police she is hearing it for the first time. Why are you doing this? Why aren't you getting right to the point? Why are you doing the death notification first? If they really want to come forward and they really want to be honest, that would be the time to do it. She pretends to be upset. She puts her head in her hands. Uh, she sits down and she acts like she's completely shocked and surprised that her ex-husband is dead. This surreal scene, caught by the body cameras of Houston police, is about to reach its climax. playing the grieving widow, he's playing the sympathetic, loving boyfriend, right? Yes. Then, Leon does something that would have made him a suspect even if he hadn't been one already. We've been here all night. He volunteers an alibi. We were here all day with their, their daughter and we were watching movies. We haven't been out of the house all day. They do offer an alibi when they're not asked. That does arouse everybody's suspicions. Police let the bad acting go on a little longer. I lost my father when I was young. We all know each other years. I'm a doctor here too in town. She's a veterinarian. And then the cops call cut. Right now we're going to read you your rights. Me? Because both of you have been arrested for solicitation capital murder. It is only then that the couple learns that both their intended targets are alive and well. I walked into the condo, and Valerie had her, her face in her hands, and she looked up and saw me, and her face dropped, her jaw dropped, and she was in shock. Valerie goes quiet, but Leon can't seem to stop talking. Can I call her now? And demanding. I just have, I have no underwear on. Can I get some underwear? Yeah. I don't know why I'm being arrested. You just told even as Valerie and Leon are separated to be transported and booked, Leon keeps thinking about Leon. 
I wear eyeglasses. Leon is led out. Can I get a sweatshirt? I'm already cold. And Valerie has a much bigger concern. Her daughter, who's been asleep in the apartment this whole time. Although not caught on camera, Mac arrives to pick up their eight-year-old. And what did Valerie say to her? You know, something along the lines of just, you know, taking you to your daddy's outside and he's going to take you. And it was very benign and, you know, just normal as could be. For Valerie, the animal lover, it was not the ending to the week she planned for her daughter. You don't have any animals? You do? What do you have? Three cats and dogs. Where were they at? Supposed to go to New York for spring break. They're all coming. And so all of a sudden on the news media came the arrest of two doctors. A Houston woman and her boyfriend were charged with trying to have their exes killed. And I'm laying there thinking, well, that's not Valerie I know. And they showed the film of her going up for her arraignment. Did you about fall out of your chair? I almost rolled out of the bed. Because Leon has those other pending charges related to Megan, he doesn't make bail. But Valerie does. Valerie was rushed out the jail alongside family after and goes home to wait for the legal process to play out. I remember texting her throughout the week and calling her and constantly sending her, I love you, you know, you can get through this. So happy you're out. Valerie's veterinary license got suspended because of the charges. Brittany King says the clinic staff met with Valerie at her high-rise condo to plan the future. Was it an emotional time when all of you got together this first time after she got out of jail? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there were tears. There were, what does this all mean? While the vet clinic would live on, Valerie would... Help in the back and help with laboratory things. Brittany says Valerie was weighed down by her arrest and the prospect she wouldn't be seeing her daughter for a long, long time. But I remember giving her a hug goodbye, and I just felt the life in the eyes was not there. Humiliated and ashamed, Valerie knew everything she had worked for and dreamed of was gone. I want to talk to my daughter. I want to talk to Lena. To hear more of Valerie reading her diary, join us online at 48hours.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Try not to judge me. I've always tried to be an honest, kind person. Two weeks after the shock and shame of being charged with solicitation of capital murder, Valerie McDaniel used her iPad March 25th, it's been a few days to record her side of the story. It's weird, things, it wasn't like bam, 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 progression. Things just gradually happened. I didn't wake up one day and just say, hey, I want to kill my ex-husband. In the 90-minute recording made over several days, Valerie lashes out at Mac. He was a narcissist, a psychotic narcissist in every sense of the word. I believe she made him seem a lot worse than he, he was. 
Mack's attorney says he does not intend to speak publicly about the case and is focused solely on the emotional well-being and physical safety of his daughter. For Valerie, everything she loved was slipping away. I have great loves in my life. I have my daughter. I have Liam. And I have my wife. Two days after her final recording, on March 27, 2017, Valerie, who once seemed unstoppable, did the unthinkable. She climbed over this very railing and jumped seven stories to her death. I was shocked. Um, it, was, it was really upsetting. She wanted me to be home with her and we were gonna get through this. And it was devastating and shocking. Do you believe, in a way, she was confessing that she had been involved in this murder-for-hire plot? Yes, I do believe that. And I'm not doing this. Yeah. I'm guilty of the accusations because of my heart. I knew I It just got out of control. I think that she was in a very vulnerable position when she met Leon Jacob. But I think he influenced her and brainwashed her. She was absolutely guilty of solicitation of capital murder. She agreed to it, she spoke with the undercover. She knew exactly what she was asking for and she was asking for him to die. Valerie gave a confession. She gave a full confession. Valerie McDaniel was definitely guilty. But I also believe that Leon was the mastermind. For those who believe, I'm looking into the eyes of essentially a killer, someone who was going to hire a hitman to kill his ex-girlfriend. What do you want those people to know? I'm innocent. And um, as a human being and as a physician, that thought of killing somebody else is, just goes against everything in my, my nature. It really depends on what they find. Leon has hired one of the top defense attorneys in Texas, George Parnum, who says Valerie McDaniel was the one calling all the shots. I'm sorry for her demise, but I believe that Valerie uh, is and was responsible for this entire scenario that she was the driver, she was the financier of all of this. That, that is my understanding. And Parnum says that Valerie's own words, including those police undercover tapes, actually help Leon. At no time in any of her statements, I'm led to believe, never, never incriminates or suggests that Leon is part of this whole scenario in which she was charged with solicitation of capital murder. I don't know why I'm being arrested. It's an accusation embraced by Leon, who has now turned on the woman who loved him so. Your attorney said, if you never met Valerie McDaniel, you would not be in this jail today. It's probably true. Well, I think it's always good to shift the blame to somebody that, that can't defend themselves and somebody that's dead. Leon does have a criminal history. He's faced charges of domestic violence, aggravated stalking, intimidation, cyber stalking. Why shouldn't we believe that this man who couldn't control Megan Barakas made the final attempt to control her by wanting her dead? Our standard is beyond a reasonable doubt. Sadly, Valerie is no longer here to defend herself or watch her daughter grow up. After her death, her friends and family held a memorial service in front of her beloved vet clinic. I pray you're at peace now. I will never forget you. It's where Brittany King first read this tribute to her friend. You are a colleague, a loving friend, a mentor, an inspiration, a teacher, and a healer. It's just sad. I know, life's too short. Leon Jacob will stand trial for solicitation of murder in December 2017. Valerie's daughter inherited her estate and now lives with her father, Mac McDaniel. Taz Eze the Hitman accepted a plea deal in his theft case and is currently on probation. 
he hopes to become a Houston police officer. When the matriarch of a prominent Princeton family is found stabbed to death in her locked basement, investigators look from a serial attacker to her family to Princeton University students. One hot-blooded investigator sees a conspiracy. Is he way off base, or does privilege let you get away with murder? You can listen to In the Shadow of Princeton exclusively and ad-free with Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or Apple Podcasts. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital edition wherever you get your books. Hey everybody, John Stewart here. I am here to tell you about my new podcast, The Weekly Show. It's going to be coming out every Thursday. So exciting. You'll you'll be saying to yourself, TGIT. Thank God it's Thursday. We're going to be talking about all the things that hopefully obsess you in the same way that they obsess me. The election, economics, earnings calls. What are they talking about on these earnings calls? We're going to be talking about ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. And I know that I listed that fourth, but in importance, it's probably second. I know you have a lot of options as far as podcasts go, but how many of them come out on Thursday? I mean, talk about innovative. Listen to The Weekly Show with Jon Stewart wherever you get your podcasts.